Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. Hey, friends. Next week, I'm headlining Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale. That's May 2nd through 5th. Come on out and say hello. The following week, I'll be in Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited. That's May 10th through 12th. The week after that, May 16 and 17, TJ and I will be working together in Anchorage, Alaska at a place called Coots. Yes, you heard that correctly. Coots. May 18th, we'll be in Fairbanks, Alaska at the Blue Loon. Things are going to get crazy at the Blue Loon. May 18th. It'd be awesome to see some of the 12 and a half in Alaska, so book your tickets now. TJ will be in Jacksonville, Florida next week, May 3rd through 5th at the Comedy Zone, and you can find all of his other dates on his website, tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Let me hear you, 12 and a half. Can I get a... Can I get a... Can I get a... For our 200th episode, and we rarely do this, a... Okay, yeah, that needs a little work. I, uh... Oh, it's so great to be here for the 200th episode. You know, this is a long time coming. It took us um, 200 episodes to get here. And, you know, that's a long time. It took eight years. That's longer than the, uh, well, that's almost as long as the Ming Dynasty, from what I understand. Uh, You know, we've been around for a long time. We've surpassed some of these great shows that you loved. I mean, you know, uh, Three's Company never had an eight-year run. Did they? I mean, uh, uh, Heart to Heart never had a... There was never eight Rambo movies. Do what it takes to survive. <laughs> to eat things and to make a billy goat puke. It's, uh, it's just exciting to, to be here. And, uh, you know, I just to set the scene for people at home, you know, a lot of you listen at home. Some people listen, other people take the show in uh, pill form. And uh, we have... Uh, we're in a 500-seat theater. Uh... At the uh, Irvine and Improv, uh, in the Irvine in Improv, we're in the town of Improv, and the club is called the Irvine, and uh, it's a 500 seat theater, and there's about 12 and a half of us. Yeah, it's actually just 12 people and one person that's kind of half interested. At this point, they're like, "What exactly is this?" and uh, it's great, and I really put a lot of legwork into this. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys saw me. I was out there with a sandwich board. Uh, I was uh, I was flab nabbing. I had those flab uh, flabby arms, uh, you know, in the blow up dolls, uh, just trying to get people's attention, trying to get more people in here. But it feels a little bit like in a 500 seat theater to have 12 and a half people. Feels feels a little bit. Um, I I mean, we probably could have done this in a hot tub. I. Uh, <laughs> 
But listen, let me tell you guys, we are all winners here today. You guys are winners. You are. Don't feel like you're, you're winners. Yeah, you know why? Yes, you're winners. You're, you're definitely winners because uh, if you think about it, you are here uh, inside the uh, improv here at the Spectrum Mall. And, uh, and out there, there's over 200,000 people uh, still searching for parking. So you are winners here tonight. This is great. And I'm just excited to be here. It's our bicentennial show, like I said. And uh, it feels good. It feels good. I, uh, for, my, for my show, 200 show, I thought I might have one of the more popular guests that's been on the show. Um, uh, I thought I might have T.J. Miller because he's a guy that a lot of people have liked over the years uh, on the show. They, they feel like he's... Uh, that's not distracting at all. And, uh, <laughs> and the, the thing is, uh, T.J. was supposed to do the show. Uh, we had agreed to do it. But uh, unfortunately, I have some bad news. T.J. and I uh, snuck into an escape room earlier today. And uh, he was unable to uh, get out. Uh, He's actually curled up in a ball, uh, just in a, he had a full body release, and uh, he's just curled up in a ball in the corner of an escape room, and so now I'm, I wasn't sure what to do for my 200th episode. Luckily, and this is something I feel really good about, I also have something else to celebrate. It's my thousandth episode of Baseball Podcast for Babies. Yeah, and um, so... Because TJ's not able to make it, we're going to go ahead and uh, play an episode of Baseball Podcast for Babies that my kids made for you, and, uh, and then that'll be the show. Uh, sorry about the 200th, but I know you were curious about the 1,000th Baseball Podcast for Babies. Can we roll that? Uh, baseball Podcast for Babies. Welcome back to Baseball, baseball podcast, podcast for Babies. babies. I'm Cash Levy. I'm Chiz Levy. I'm Papa. <laughs> That's wind levy right there. I think and that we should have um one hundred um one thousand words in here. So. One thousand words in our one thousandth episode. This is pretty historic. Did you ever did you ever think we'd make it to a thousand episodes? Oh yeah, no. I did. You didn't think so. You didn't think so. What do you, what did you think would stop um, us, Win? I think I think um a narwhal would kiss us on the lips and then kill us. A narwhal would kiss us on the lips and kill us. That would have stopped one thousand episodes, I'll tell you that right now. We made it to one thousand and I got know, super gnarly. Do you feel sorry for podcasts that have only done two hundred episodes? I do. Yeah. I've heard of there's another podcast I'm... called Cashing In. They've only done two hundred episodes. That... Yeah, you said the F word. No, I don't think I did. And that's not very that's not very fast to get to two hundred, is it? We did 1,000 episodes. This episode's going to be 1,000 words. And uh, what do you have to say to, to, your, to your friend? I know one of your uh, I don't know, influences in the business was Mr. TJ, Mr. TJ Miller. You? I'll, show you my, I'll show you my boobs. <laughs> Wait a second. I don't think that's... Okay. But they're not watching right now, so I don't think... Yeah, put the boobs away. Okay. And, uh, what, what do you think about TJ? When was the last we'll time you guys... We'll send a link to cash with me to get the boobs on camera. <laughs> When was the last time you saw TJ? Uh, um, I saw him. In, um, I saw him when in, um, we were showing my boobs. Okay. Last in 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 um in Miami. In Miami. What happened in Miami? Uh, that yeah, um, so uh, that that kind of that I mean no no um TJ kind of barfed. He and did. That was an information for um Alt ninety eight seven the barf. What? And then Alt ninety eight seven the barf. And then after that yeah. Oh. 
and then after that, I get the influence for this. Um, and that. Uh, um, and that. From the people that brought you the beach, the the lush, the crazy dude, um, the gnarly. I mean, and the gnarly. Alt nine eight seven. The bar. In the heart. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I don't know about that. Okay, guys, we got to go. Uh, thank our Bye. fans. Thank your Bye, fans. Bye, I'll the- show you my boobs okay. next week. It's been Baseball Podcast. <laughs> for baby. No, okay, guys. Well, uh, so that was it. I appreciate you guys coming. Um, that's been our show. I'm sure we weren't able to do the 200th, but uh, that was our 1,000th Baseball Podcast for Gabies. Thanks for coming out. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night. And... Uh, Thank you. Good night. Wait, wait a second. What the? Who the? Where the? Horton, here's the TJ? TJ? Are you the? Who the? Horton? Here the? How the? What are you doing? How'd you get out of the escape room? So I, um... So I just escaped the room. How'd you get out? Well, I actually brought lunch in there. Uh, and then I finished lunch and kept trying to escape, kept escaping. And uh, then I had dinner served. And, uh, well, it's the strangest thing. <laughs> TJ Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Give it over, TJ. This is so exciting. I thought it's we were just It's the strangest gonna... thing because I said, I, I, you know, right when I got uh, to the last room, the final room. Yeah. Uh, they said to me, they said, if you ever get out of here, a young woman will yell out, you dropped your creamer. <laughs> and I said, there's not a goddamn chance of that. <laughs> and that's what gave me the drive yeah. to get out. And then to do sure what it enough, takes to survive. They were right, yes. To eat, eat things a, that'll make a billy to goat To eat a puke. billy goat that'll make you to puke. Kill. To kill. To eat uh, billy goat to, puke. To put a body bag Period. around a... Ample supply of body bags. Body bags. Well, thank you for coming, man. This is great. Our 200th episode. Well, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And you know, the greatest thing about it, at least from my perspective, is that we have... Uh, so many people here to share it with us. And you know, you laugh, but I'm really serious because we have 12 and a half listeners and it turned out that they brought four and a half other people. (laughs) Unfortunately, the half left, so it's 15. 15. What is it? It's hard to do. Well, I can't. If if we have 12 and a half and four and a half people came and the half person left, then we... And then the episode ended up being a fist fight over fractions. And spilled spilled milk. Which is also spilled creamer. No math over spilled milk. That's what they say. No math over spilled milk. Fist fight over fractions. Well, so, so we're really doing it. We're doing our 200th episode. Did you think... I mean, I didn't know we'd make it this far. I thought early on we might just take a billboard, jump off it into a pit of fire, and that would be the end of the episode. And we're right? going to be doing a lot of catchphrases, and I'd love anybody yeah. to yell out. In fact, we have, in fact, we have some catchphrases. You want to do some catchphrases trivia? I would love to before we do the... Uh... Just, just, as a, just as a little uh, curveball here. 
catchphrases trivia. Let's see if the crowd can do any of these. I'm going to say what, what the phrase is, uh, what it means. Yell out the answer, you yell out the answer or just the catchphrase that Cash said. Yeah. We'd love that. Okay. So it's simply... Catchphrases trivia. You guys defining ready? Defining the catchphrase or repeating <laughs> what Cash said. Both right. are useless to us. So go, go ahead. Okay. What is uh, jerking off with maple syrup? What is that? Jerking off with maple syrup. Yes. What catchphrase is that? No, that was my answer, because we're allowed to just... <laughs> the answer to that one is the Canadian handshake. <laughs> Okay, let's see if you guys can get any of these. Uh, an inebriated... Jurassic Cash said, let's see if you guys can get any of these because from the outset right now, he's like, they may not know even one of these. <laughs> In fact, these may not even be fans of the podcast, but rather people that entered the wrong door to get into Umami Burger. <laughs> and one girl cheered for that truth, that reality. What are uh, raisins that don't give a fuck? Craisins. Craisins. That's good. Oh, a lot of people got that one. That's good. An inebriated brother-in-law of someone's parent. That's a drunkle. Wow, this guy's got two of them. A drunkle. I, I like you, and I want to live with you. What is uh, being racist against grapes? That's a grapist. Wow, you guys are good. Yes. And then... Uh, Giving yourself a hand job while wearing pleated slacks. Uh, this afternoon. <laughs> Anyone know that one? That's called pocket billiards. <laughs> so those are some uh, cash phrases. Thank you for playing along. This guy, it's amazing. Have you been with us from the start, sir? Yeah, and, and did, you ever, did you ever just drop out for a while? Maybe during the blue period? But, by the way, by the way uh, when you say close, that's weird. Does that mean you started on episode three and you finished it all and you're like, I'm not doing those first two. <laughs> I can't do this. What's happening over here? What, what is going on? Uh, so I'm auditioning uh, to play Peter Parker in the major motion picture uh, Captain Marvelette. And so I'm doing some uh, method research. Sorry, meth head research. So I've done quite a bit of math, and I can't stop taking Polaroid pictures. But I am a scholar of Andy Warhol, so all of it ended up not working out. <clears throat> hey, buddy. Captain Marvelette! It's me. Super person. Is that a, is that a line reading? Thank, thank you! Yeah. Well, I can't believe you're off book already. No, actually, that... You're off book. No, that's on book. Oh, oh sorry, that's on target, off yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So backstage, I told Cash, I'm like, this is going to go off the rails. And he said, with you, I can only expect the unexpected. And I said, sometimes that's the expected. And that's very true. And he laughed about as hard as you did. I mean, I think... And that's when I knew that I would love... All of you equally today. Now, I think it's clear that if, you know, if, if you're working with TJ for the better part of eight years doing this show... Is it you never still really Umami know. Burger if you're at In-N-Out and you take a bite and you turn to your mother and go, Ooh, Mommy, <laughs> this is a burger. Is that how uh, it, that, that chain started, you know? I don't think... I don't think no, so. Umami? I don't know. I, so. mm. I think it was merely just a pretty bad pun. 
What, what is this all about? I, no. shook, I took Molly. <laughs> Sorry, I took Molly's Advil. My, my husband, Molly. Now, I do want to make it clear to you, if I do drop anything else, are you going to talk about it? <laughs> no. Now, you remember how the show works. Uh, usually we like to... Uh, have kind of just a real retrospective look at that umami burger pun. I thought we were going to save that for the closer. Oh, yeah, my bad. What is first? Well, we usually start the show off with the Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question one, question one. one. Prison. Escape room with a group shower. Prison. I mean, I, what about this? Yeah. Prison. In terms of what you just said? Yeah. Prison. Room. Because there is no escape. <laughs> just room, right? I mean, I've been to quite a few escape rooms. And I got to tell you, it would be pretty funny if one of the rooms was a group shower. But where you walked in and people were already showering. And you're like, this was a terrible mistake. <laughs> We used to have escape rooms when I was a kid. Uh, ours was called the Sizzler. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I just never liked the Sizzler. I want to know the connective tissue of that joke. I don't know where it came from. I just thought to say it. But uh, so you never know Sizzler, for sure. you would want to get out of there? Yeah, I never really wanted to stay for very long. I, uh, you, know, the yeah, you ever had somebody bring over fajitas? Sizzling fajitas? And you just want to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> right? Or like tableside guacamole, and you're like, God damn it. If there was a way out of this! <laughs> or when they toss the Caesar salad in front of you, and you make that joke like, thanks for tossing my salad. And the guy looks at you like he would kill you if there were no repercussions. And you're like, would that I could escape this room. <laughs> I just How about this? Yeah. Escape room. What about, what about an escape banquet hall? Where you go in and it's just the banquet hall and you got to get out of there and the door is open. How much would you pay to do that? Well, I just think it's interesting that people used I'd to... I'd pay $67.95, which is the price of renting a banquet hall at a Holiday Inn Express. Just to do that, yeah. I just think it's weird that people used to, used to break the law and that would put you in an escape room and now they take away the, the pleasures of breaking the law. You don't get that. You have you're to actually pay paying, to escape. You're right. paying to escape. It doesn't make any sense. Why not have the joys of breaking the law first? But also, what is the thinking about, like, have any of us ever been in a room? I don't I think a lot of us, but have any of us ever been in a room that we can't get out of? How horrifying is that? How scary is it that you might not be able to get it? Perhaps a bathroom or the lock, and you don't know what... Do you, what, what, what has anyone ever... You're just muttering. Maybe you're in an old-timey 1915 Model T Ford. You're trying to get out of that fucking bathroom and you can't open the door. How many of us have been like, oh, you know, I would pay to do this. But in piecemeal over an hour... Yeah. With three of my friends that I would have rather not gone out with today. <laughs> would have rather stayed home and 
watched someone watch someone watching Russian Doll. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain why. But I mean, truly, fuck you. Like, how many times have you fake laughed at your sexual partner? because you were having a sexual relationship with them and it was not nearly as clever as someone watching, someone watching, someone watching me make a joke about Russian Doll. And also, he just said Russian Doll before I finished that I think we've all found out that uh, this ended up being the worst episode we're not done yet, though. We can still we can still salvage this episode. No, it's going it's going fantastic. <laughs> look, I'm pissed off. My kids can be my kids. Look, I I'll tell you who I hate His the pids. most. My kids my, are kids. Kids, my kids that have been piddling about all day. Kids, when you're pissed off at your kids, that's your kids. I'm not mad at my kids at all. My son was supposed to be here to do baseball podcasts for babies. To, have you been, and I don't mean to interrupt, I'm but angry have, you about something. Ca- have you been to cashphrases.gord? <laughs> no. It's not even Just in the fall. I've only here. been there in the fall. <laughs> just in the fall. There's beautiful gourds in the fall. In the I, winter, it's just like, a I'm dead just very upset link. at the. I'll tell you who I hate. I hate the weatherman. Right. I hate weathermen. Because is there any profession where someone can consistently be wrong so often and keep their job? Besides maybe NFL uh, draft prognosticators. I mean, like, they said it was going to rain all week. Someone it was supposed to rain today. About it was supposed to rain today. It was supposed to rain today all week. My son was going to be here, going to be able to be here and miss his baseball game. He was going to be here. He was going to be. He was going to drink beer here. When someone's going to be here, that's beer. He was supposed to be here all week. It was supposed to rain. And then not only did it not rain today, it was sunny and nice. Their game happened. He couldn't come. We had to make a recording of Baseball Podcast for Babies. We were going to have but it the was band great, here. It was a very funny uh, recording. It was a very funny podcast, don't you think? Well, we yes. had to make it on the fly. But is there any job where you could be that bad at it and keep your job year after year? They're never right. One why do they bother? Why are we? Why is this one part of the news media telling us what's going to happen, like a palm reader, right? Yeah. And then it never ends up happening right. anyway. Why are and, we bothering yet, with these people? The we need to the stop the weathermen. We need to stop the weathermen. The rest of the media is consistently truthful, <laughs> honest, and thorough. Because I haven't read an a article, article, I haven't read something on a, the internet in months where I found a, uh, a grammatical mistake. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been reading Wall Street Journal and there's like not a period or they forgot an article like the or something? You ever read and you're like, how am I supposed to take you seriously when you didn't proof? And I told somebody that and they go, well, you know the speed of the internet, they got to get it out there. Yeah. I'm like... Right, right, right. Because I always am like, oh boy, I could have taken this with some spelling mistakes about 20 seconds earlier. Have you ever read a gordical? You write about a what? Gordical? That's an article on a gourd. Right. Have you ever have you ever been to a gordical? <laughs> Same spelling, but it's when you go to a gourd to ask the future. You have? That's a no, gourd no, reader. No, no, she goes like this. She goes, why did I say that? Is that a gourd because, reader? Because you wanted to be helpful and say, yes, I have been. I also want to mention that you, what is your name? Elena. Elena, I'm, hi, I'm Tina. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to say, Elena has, uh, she has a bottle of champagne. 
little a little bottle, a little, little a baby tiny. bottle of champagne. A half sweat. It's a it's a it's a half a bottle, and it's, it's more of a gourd. But yeah. she has yet to open it up. She has an empty champagne glass, and I feel like she's waiting for the right moment. Because I want to say, have you ever opened champagne at the wrong moment? Yes. Yeah, it's like hitting. You know when they, uh, the, the, the maid of the mist, when they hit the, the, what is that called? Christening the boat? Yeah. Have you ever gone to do that early and the boat's not at dock and it's just a man in front of you and you smash the bottle over his head on accident, but you're so embarrassed that you get inside of him and sail off into the sunset. <laughs> and I'm talking about Mal first. Have you ever dropped uh, confetti and balloons at the wrong time? Like yes. someone breaks up with you and that's the moment you chose to drop the confetti and balloons. It's very embarrassing. such an embarrassing yeah. moment. Uh, New Year's 1994. Uh, I threw a huge party, gigantic party in a banquet hall. No one could get out. And, uh, <laughs> and it, at the stroke of midnight, right, we went five, four, three, two. And we would always do this. We'd go fun instead of one. So we'd go three, two, Fun! And then all the confetti and the balloons rose from the floor to the ceiling. Every it was both confusing and possible. Went the and, wrong way. And, yeah, I've never seen any of those people yet. You sure that wasn't a balloon trip? A, a balloon drip. A balloon trip. Balloon trip. Yeah, that's what I said. Balloon trip. What would that be called? A balloon trip. What's the opposite of a drop? Drip. It's not a drip. But the two of you are the most helpful couple in the world. <laughs> what would be the opposite? Well, I think you guys are going to end up together. Sorry. Uh, I'm a, I'm what a, would be the opposite of a drop? Rise. What is it? Rise. A balloon, a balloon rise. rise. So that would be the worst, like New Year's Eve, it would be a balloon rise. <laughs> a balloon rise. It's a pretty bad New Year's. The balloons rose. Yeah. yeah. Confetti rose, the balloon rose. That's what happens in Australia on New Year's. <laughs> The balloons rise. Triple banger lightning round. Question, question two, two. Question two. two. Triple banger auxiliary round. Not yet. We're going to... Yeah, we do three and then... In a way, though, triple, two is an auxiliary to one. It's a type auxiliary. Right? If you think about it. Uh, best name for a bar. Best name for a drinking establishment. Uh, wish you were beer. It's so strange that that relates to the... The beer riff from earlier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but wish you were beer, maybe if they only sold wine and hard liquor. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. That's true. As an audience, I love you because you're like, we're holding our standards until that one. <laughs> and then all you got behind it, and she didn't even open yeah. the champagne because she's like, no, no, stop. You know, just in the sense that, like, she's like, not yet. That would have been the best time for the balloon uh, confetti drop right there. And then how strange is instead of a balloon rise or a balloon drop, a balloon horizontal movement? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Just, it slowly comes towards you. <laughs> like, my God, what is this? Uh, Andy another... Warhol's exhibition of silver clouds. <laughs> uh, best name for bar, uh, Wasting Away Again in Spitoinkerville. Yes! <laughs> Wasting away again in Spitzkerville. <laughs> Worst name for a restaurant, Cheeseburger in Paradise. 
Because that's a real fucking restaurant. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Uh, this is a biker bar. Bruise easily. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Here's one for, uh, here's a... I'm not going to do it. It's just not up to the standard of this audience, to be honest with you. We've set a, a pretty high bar here. And so we're going to hold back from the, you know... Uh, this, this one's a bar uh, where you get your last drink when you're on death row and you're headed to the uh, electric chair. <laughs> Wine and dying. <laughs> See, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> okay, this is more of a restaurant. Uh, my tie is high. I don't... No, I don't think so, no. No, not that but, one. But, you know, it is strange just to... Re- why is... Thai food, Thai restaurants, the only place that are not only making puns out of the name of the restaurants, but like vehemently trying to do so, right? right. Tie the yellow ribbon, like tie one on, right? Fucked up. There's a Vietnamese restaurant. Vietnamese, that's not right. <laughs> Called what? Fuck him long. Mm. Wow, that's a good one. And, and there's there's a uh, there's an Anglo-American restaurant that's called Fuck 'Em Shortly. <laughs> and so marks the first time on a podcast that someone said something racist about Anglo-Americans not being able to fuck very long. <laughs> my my wife and I were driving the other day and. We saw a uh, Polish uh, nail salon, and I oh, was oh, like... Oh, I gotta get this joke. Yeah, <laughs> get, yeah. I, I think this might change the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, a Polish nail salon. And I said to my wife, I said, why, why are there so many Polish nail salons? Uh, I don't understand why people would care who does their nails, why it needs to be a Polish person. And she uh, told me um, that uh, it's actually uh, Polish. <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's the best joke I've ever heard in my life. The sad thing about this is I really wasn't joking. I, all these years, saw it as uh, Polish. Nail, it, I didn't read it that way. I didn't read it as Polish. You really thought it's I really Polish? Thought it was, I really thought all these years that there were lots of Polish nail salons. I did not factor in that people might polish your nails also. And that's how stupid I am. And now it's created the really the signature joke of the entire afternoon. You know, I, I, I had the same issue with uh, gas stations. For years, I thought it was pronounced gas stations. And then Kate said to me one day, she goes, it's gas station. And I was like, oh, I see. And so then from then on out, I of course call them what they're called, gas stations. And one time I said, Kate, you're not, you weren't, <laughs> you weren't, fucking with me about the guest station thing because I said it in front of a group of people recently at a banquet hall on New Year's Eve with the balloon rise and they kind of chuckled. So you're not like fucking with me on the guest station thing. And she said, TJ, no, I am not. And I gotta tell you, in a relationship, sometimes you just need to make that leap of faith and trust your partner even when there's contrary evidence to the fact and i think that's the uh that's the fortitude that one needs to grow and develop unconditional love 
In a way, you're adding gas to the Statian fire. <laughs> what? You really? It, I've only been I've only been applauded by Cash Levy for a joke over the 200 episodes. Because twice, one was for that, and the other was when I stopped talking on cue. <laughs> no, I clapped because you were that you were in so much trouble and you were in a death spiral and you just pulled out of it and got a great laugh out of it. Thank you. I don't, did you, know, you know where you were going? No, did I, you even know where you were going? Not. No, do I ever? I, I will leave the show later tonight and not be sure where I'm going. <laughs> Megan O will be like, come into the car. We're headed back. To, I'll be like, what? Did I I'm going to Tommy Bahama. No, but I, I'm being... Uh, I'm being that is a joke that only all of us appreciate. And someone in Des Moines, Iowa right now is like, I, I went to high school with Megan O. <laughs> I'm being sincere when I say there's a fearlessness to the way you tell jokes, because sometimes you will go in directions where you're not sure where it's going, they aren't sure where it's going, and then you're able to... Well, that's, yeah, it's, that's, it's awesome. that, that's riffing. It's awesome. you know, somebody asked yeah. me once, they go, you know, you improvise a lot when you stand up, and they said, you know, and I also improvised, you know, in Chicago, but they said, what do you, how do you, why, why you just, you riff, and it doesn't seem like you're, kind of what you said, doesn't seem like you're going anywhere, which, that's not a great compliment. Like, I didn't need Cash to be like, you were in a fucking death spiral. And then you pulled it out. Congratulations. That's like, that's like somebody getting married, and you're like, that was the most unhealthy fucking piece of shit relationship I had ever come across. And then here we are. And I'd like to toast the bride, the groom, and whoever set up this balloon rise. Balloon rise. Balloon no, rise. No, I mean, I think what's interesting is the best riffing or improvising is you don't try and go anywhere with it. It's why, actually, I think I'm successful sometimes in film is that you can't be trying to do anything. You can't be headed towards somewhere because the end of it or where it's headed will arise organically, naturally, right? So if somebody yells out, are you a fucking idiot? Like last night, this is real. This guy goes... Thanks for, he got kicked out and he goes, thanks for nothing, TJ! Thanks for absolutely fucking nothing, you fucking, you fuck you! Fuck you, man! And he kept talking as he left, as they kicked him out and he headed to the exit, he's like, yeah, well, no, I don't do it, it was fucking funny, but it wasn't, so thanks for nothing, I thought you were gonna do something, but thank you for nothing! All the way out, all the way to the door. And then you could kind of hear him faintly outside the building being like, Thank you, appreciation. And I was like, what am I going to do with this, right? Because he had disrupted the entire show. And I just started to imitate him. Just for no reason. There was nothing that was going to come out of it. So I just started, like I'm doing right now, I started imitating him and then it came upon me that he had kept going until he left. So then I started to imitate him doing that all the way to the parking garage. <laughs> and as he entered his car and in the car on the way home, there's another bunch of piece of shit, you gotcha! Out of the car, into the front door of his house. You fucking got you piece of shit, you another bunch! All the way upstairs, to, you know, brushing his teeth. You piece of shit! Into bed. Just, oh, yeah, well, I got you in my ear. I think for <laughs> And it was so funny, and it came to the end of it. And then, even just now, there's no reason to retell that. Except I realized that then he dreamed 
of just leaving silently. <laughs> like, his dream was them being like, you're going to have to leave. And he's like, fair enough. <laughs> Getting in his car on the way home, being like, you know, perhaps if I re-examine my behavior in general, it would lead to more fruitful relationships with people, a sort of internal happiness that can't be swayed by external circumstance. And he goes into his house and he's like, what a rewarding life that I even have shelter to come home to. And he goes upstairs and lies down next to his wife and he turns to her and says, I love you so much. And she says, you know what I love about you? And he says, thank you. She didn't even have to say it. He already knew. That's how close they are. We were heckled. We were both heckled this week, which... Uh, oh, I've, tell I've that been heckled, story. I haven't been heckled in a long time. And, the, and this... I, can I just... Before you yeah, start... Yeah. I, I've never seen... I, I see Cash in a lot of circumstances. I've watched him perform a lot. And I do. I, I always watch him. I think a lot of people kind of... They're in their head. Sometimes I'll be like, TJ, you need to prepare. You've got the stuff you're working on. And I don't. I hear him get a big laugh. And I go around to the, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I like go around to wherever I can't be seen. I just watch the set. I'm just like, holy shit. Because he is so fucking funny. And I've seen him in some incredibly difficult situations. But in the story that he's about to tell, they fucking, they seated everybody and then told him go on stage. And he's like, don't you want him to get settled? Some of them are still physically sitting down. They should order drinks, have... You know, be settled enough to focus on the sh and they were like, you're on right now. And so they came on stage, killed, struggled in the beginning because for anybody, a lesser comedian, which is pretty much everybody on earth that does comedy, for a lesser comedian, they would have eaten shit. But he built, 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 and then was killing, and then... Well, and, and by the way, getting up like that, it, it felt like I was just getting up in the middle of an Anaheim Angels game, uh, <laughs> just standing up on the dugout and started telling jokes. That's how it felt. Everyone was just seated. There was chicken wings being eaten, people ordering, the whole thing. So I got him settled down, and it took a lot of work. It did, and I felt very like, I finally got this group. I'm good. And I finally had gotten them for like two or three minutes, uh, maybe five minutes. I was really like, okay, now smooth sailing. And someone's sitting right here, and I blame you, sir. I... Uh, <laughs> Specifically. you're sitting in that very spot, was texting. She was texting the entire show. And I just go, hey, uh, who are you texting? And uh, how come you're, you know, maybe you could uh, not text or something. And this guy sitting right there, sir, he, he says, uh, uh, I go, how come you're texting? She goes, if you were to say something funny, maybe she wouldn't be texting. Yeah, you haven't said anything funny yet. And he said it in a really combative way. And once in a while, uh, you're so angry on stage, you're like, and, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to engage this when I'm this angry. Like, because when the crowd can see you being truly pissed off, it often is very difficult to make it funny. But he's like, yeah, see, that's what I thought. You got nothing to say, do you? And he's like egging me on. And I just kind of said, where'd you two meet? I was trying to, like, stall to figure out what I was going to do. And he goes, we met tonight. Get something funny to say about that? And I just kind of walked away. Walked and I did about, so I'm trying to settle myself down because I was like, really, really pissed, right? And that's not going to be funny. I also was feeling a little emotional about it. I hadn't been heckled in a long time. I let my guard down. I'd finally got this group going, and now this guy's going after me. 
And I felt almost like, uh, like I was having a little bit of a breakdown. So I walked over here and I thought, what's five minutes of jokes you can do without really thinking about it and try to start, just talk, just talk. Get through this period of time, let it settle down. Revenge is best served cold. A dish. <laughs> Ooh, mommy. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and so I'm over here just stalling and I'm just simmering though. I'm just like, I, I felt so angry at this guy. Like it just, it was just a sucker punch, right? It was just a stomach and it, it came out of nowhere. So I'm over here, I'm stalling, I'm stalling. And at the very end of my set, I go into my closer and I just, I'm doing well. I finally, I'm settled down enough, I think, to handle it. And I just looked over and I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, you're the biggest piece of fucking shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. I'm like, you're eating your cheesecake and you're talking to your whore of a wife. And I, which was not clever, by the way, it was terrible. But I mean, I, I, I didn't even really lay into him in a clever way, but I really laid into him. I'm like, you're the, I could kick you in the fucking face right now. And I just started yelling at him. And the crowd really, I think, had been waiting to see that. And uh, yeah, they went nuts. They enjoyed it. And then my favorite part, so then the crowd all rose up and they just started beating the shit out of him. And, uh, and he, you know, he's bleeding. One person like twists his head and started to rip it off. I took a, I, I, I need him right in the nose. And then uh, he, and, the, and then he died. And uh, now that's, that, that's a different ending. <laughs> That was a different ending. But it did feel good. That was how I closed the show, just telling him to fuck off. And uh, it felt good. But it took me like 10 or 15 minutes to settle it down even but I didn't to even do hear it. that it. Is that the texting part? Is that real? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even hear it as that. He told me, he goes, uh, this guy was like, well, if you say, he was talking. I said, can you keep it down? And the guy said, well, I'd, I'd stop talking if you'd start saying something funny, which is horrible. What a terrible thing to say to somebody. I mean, just... And I, I hate to say it, because I know yeah. you kind of couldn't believe it, but when you said you're a whore of a wife, she is a whore. Because she's having sex for something else besides loving that man because he's a bad person. And you joked about killing him at the end of it. Yeah. But I, and I thought about this a lot lately. That man, just from that interaction, if he died, things would only get better. <laughs> For people around him, that's true. They would grieve, of course, they'd feel upset, but through that grieving and through that, they would, they would challenge themselves and become better people and happier, and his wife would cease to be a, a whore and would start to be just a woman of independence who can have sex for whatever reason she wants, including for money. And that would renew the lease on her life. I thought, of, I've been thinking about that a lot lately about people that I know. Just like if you died, it would be great. It would not, no, 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 it would, not it would be great. Just like it would be okay. It would be fine. And, uh, and then I thought about that as, as often I am wont to do. I thought about that for a while and then it dawns on you. A lot of people feel that way about me there are a lot of people that are like if he died that's no, no no it's true it's true you know how i know i recently did a survey it's true on google you said what's that oh my god i was i was just joking i was just finding my way to the end of the riff and you were like, no, I, obviously we, we know that, but 
Now I guess it's my responsibility to say, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but like, I wasn't talking about them. I was talking about people that know me personally. So now I was talking about people that know me personally being okay with my death. And she was like, don't forget the masses of public that also wish ill upon you. All right. I got to get a shot of this gotta, thing. We got to move it on. Triple anchor lightning round. Question three. Question three. Um, I'm going to show this to Kate and be like, look at this. And she'll be like, what's that? And I'll be like, the lowest point in my life. <laughs> no, I'm kidding with you. Okay, so I, I, I don't overheard, give a shit. Uh, I overheard. I, I, could, I might take my life this afternoon because there's nothing better to do in that moment. <laughs> I overheard two people on the airplane talking, and one of them said, uh, it, uh, yeah, I was talking to Dave the other day, and the girl goes, you mean unicycle Dave? And I thought, you know, what are... Th wait, April said that? No, this was two people on the plane talking. One oh, of them goes, Dave, you mean unicycle Dave? And I was thinking, what, what modifiers on your name would you least want to have? Like, what's the worst modifier you can have on I your think, name? I think like, you mean, I don't you, want you mean lots of people want him to die, TJ? <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst one. Yeah, people wish he was dead, TJ, but they don't I, I know him. Not, but they don't know him, TJ. Now, uh, okay, so here's some modifiers that I don't know if you'd prefer. Which one would you want the most or not want the most? Is this uh, a triple? Yeah, triple bang lightning like round. Like triple banger auxiliary, auxiliary round. Oh. Triple banger auxiliary round. Um, uh, Dixie Pop Jeff. Dixie Pop or Dixie Cup? Dixie Pop Jeff. Jesus, that's way worse. You think that's the worse? Dixie Cup Jeff. Okay, how about a hot air balloon Bill? I'm okay with that. You're okay? Because then you're like, wow, Bill has a hot air balloon? Or just is in him enough to be called hot air balloon Bill? You mean leaf blower Larry? He constantly has let the wind do its job. <laughs> if we stay here... Party dies. <laughs> um, swizzle stick, Sam. <laughs> How about uh, why are they all alliteration? I don't know. Like, why isn't it like you mean Dick Blower Gregory? <laughs> you mean Alfalfa Sprouts Abdul? Okay, I got one that's not that way. Uh, Actually, that was alliteration. <laughs> you mean I look back at that with almost as much regret. It's when I started to talk about people wanting me dead. <laughs> you mean uh, armchair quarterback Willie? No? <laughs> I mean, yes, but also no. I just think it was, it's weird when people keep their modifier. I met someone the other day. He goes, uh, I'm Big Pete. He, really? He, yeah, he introduced himself as Big Pete. Because there's one thing now, where it's like, so my kind name's of trying Peter, to but my friends call me Big Pete. No, he And my said, enemies call me T.J. Miller. No, he just said, I'm Big Pete. And I'm like, why didn't you drop the big? Because it's almost like you're trying to compliment yourself. During... If your modifier was like Creepy Phil, you wouldn't keep it. They call me Creepy Phil. 
You wouldn't keep it, right? Well, but you're saying he, he said, I'm Big P. Yeah. And what's weird is people will be like, I'm, I'm Little Larry, or some, maybe. It's rare, it's rare, but they might be like, I'm Little Larry. But no one's ever like, hello, I'm medium-sized Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, there's no middle ground, is there? It's always Long John. Yeah, I'm middle ground. Yeah, Long Jonathan. I'm Middle John? <laughs> hey, let's move along to where were you? We're, we're falling behind here. Where were you? Let's do it. Where were you? When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? Um, we wanted to talk real quick about how the show has uh, changed a couple people's lives. Uh, we, were, we saw this post by these people that met uh, and we cliffhangered, we cliffhangered this. We cliffhanged it. A lot of people don't use episode. that as a verb, but Cash used it twice incorrectly is the verb. He said cliffhangered, and then he corrected himself to say cliffhanged. There's a couple Which guys. cliffhanged is when Cliff falls from a tree and is, he, he's killed, yeah. So cliffhanged, he hanged yeah. himself. Cliffhanged. You say cliffhung? Cliffhung. Mm-hmm. We cliffhunged it. Now it doesn't work. I, goosed. No, it, goosed? No, but I, it's, it's goose, geese, but it's never geesed. That's, that is a woman who confidently just went, exactly, to nonsense. Goosed. Yeah, if you goose someone with both hands, you're geesing them. <laughs> I got geesed. She geesed me. These two people, um, they met, I guess, I think at a party or something, and they had mutual friends. They realized they both liked cashing in with T.J. Miller, and uh, they started throwing some cash phrases at each other. And they decided, then and there, uh, as they were talking, to walk the John Muir uh, Trail together, which is a, I don't know, 200-plus mile trail. Wait, so explain Um, that, because you said that like I knew what it meant. Like, when he told me the story, he's like, and they decided to walk the John Muir Trail trail together it's a really famous yeah huh because i thought it was like a small hike in a park no it's 200 plus miles took them 18 days you go up to the top of mount whitney which is uh which is over uh feet i mean it's a major major it's one of my dreams to to do the john muir trail and these guys did it and they they didn't even really know each other. They just felt confident they would uh, enjoy it. Get along. Because, because they get along because yeah. they both liked this weird show. And, uh, and that felt really good to me. So I wanted to give them a shout out. And uh, yeah, shout uh, on the out show, to it's you kind guys. of a cool not, thing. Not Wait, are you guys. Is this. Is that one? Oh, is he, that's one of the gentlemen. Are you serious? You, you walked the John Muir Trail? Good job. So we never thought we could do this right now. Can you but, tell us about it? Yeah, well, yeah. Or can you just tell us, like, what? So you guys met? You How often did my name come up? <laughs> so we didn't use any technology, but there was two times because we were out there for 17 days where we actually played a podcast because we were bored after talking to each other for so many days, but we used what limited battery power we had left to listen to the podcast on the trail. Which episodes? Thank God you didn't die. And they were like, for some reason, their GPS had run out of battery, and also <laughs> could play podcasts. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. And so when you, because I have so many questions, when you, um, when you sort of, when you guys were like joking around, you're like, oh, I like this guy, and, and then uh, you both had the common interest of the podcast, 
Um, like, who brought up, like, I always wanted to, to hike the jump. Was it you or your buddy? It happened with my dad two years before. His dad, unfortunately, passed away, and they had talked about doing it. So that's what was the impetus for him doing it. And I said, I'd love to finish it. So we jumped in together. And it took 18 days? Just 17, yeah. It wow. it? Just 17. Uh, not 18, asshole. We finished it in a full two weeks and three days. Um, that's fuck. That first of all, that's amazing. Second of all, incredibly poignant that his father passed away, and then you had also had a relationship with your father that included this. And uh, I just thought that was like one of the coolest stories I'd ever heard. That was my favorite thing. And I yeah. remember right as Cash told me, I was like, I just, I kind of wish I could like meet those guys someday, or at least one of them. <laughs> And, and tell that guy to tell the other guy to go fuck himself. No, that's, that is so fucking amazing. Like, I, you know, I actually did. I was like, I have never had an interaction like that. Like, and I can only say this because I know that Kate has never heard the podcast, but, and that's fine, that's fine. But I, so uh, the one thing that was like that for me was I met uh, this girl, Jillian Sorkin, just an incredible girl, so brilliant. And um, I met her, and we, we kind of hung out one night and had a gr really great time. Nothing much came of it, but we, you know, we hung out, had a great time together. And then I, I called and I asked her out, and she said, well, what do you, what do you want to do? And I was like, because she smoked weed and I didn't. And I was like, ah, do you want to go to Alaska? and get high, just go for like 24, 48 hours and smoke marijuana. And she was like, you mean like get like baked in Alaska? And I was like, yeah, baked Alaska. And she, we had never been out, but she didn't know anything about me except that I, and she was like, yeah. And so we flew to Alaska, we were there overnight, got high, and I tried to tape it because I thought it would be such a fun video for us to have forever. We were so high that we turned on the video camera, we both got in bed, started kissing, and then fell off the bed, and then giggled until we fell asleep. And that is so much less cool than 17 days of hiking, one of the longest trails on the face of the planet. didn't make out on the trip. But did you get high? He got high breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Wow, but never in between. Only during meals. <laughs> Pretty much planet Earth in real life, he called it. Really? Yeah. But you guys got along really well. Yeah, we would, when we get to the top of the pass, we'd just say, that was not ideal. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> wearing... I mean, imagine getting to the summit and saying something fucking hilarious <laughs> that later would get applause that only you would hear, and he wouldn't. Because, and you can tell him I said this, fuck that guy. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Thanks for sharing story. that story with us. Yeah, that what was does your great. shirt say? You have a Moon Wizard shirt? I do. King Gizzard and the Moon Wizard. King Gizzard and the Moon Wizard. Moon Wizard, one of the best of the Moon Wizard films. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> moon Wizard. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so uh, we have a couple other stories to tell. Um, do we have time for the Tachos story? I just I thought that was one of the funniest things. Really? We talked about Tachos uh, he didn't bring the, he didn't an episode a couple uh, weeks ago. I don't know if you guys heard it. Uh, about combining uh, tacos and nachos, call them tachos, 
and what that would be like. And, he, and, TJ, and Cash, Cash offhandedly said this. He tried yeah. to say nachos. Yeah. He was going to say tacos, and he said yeah. tachos. Yeah. And I said tachos, and we both agreed. Right. That's when you make nachos out of tacos. Right. And then, thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> and, then, and everyone listening will have no idea what just happened. <laughs> do, you no. want to, do you want to tell this story? I mean, yeah, or... I mean, well, I'll tell you, it this way. All I know is... Uh, I'm about to go on stage and I get a text from TJ. He's like, I'm, I'm knee-deep in the uh, Tacho's experiment. Uh, I'm going to need you to go long. I'm not at the club yet. I was like, can you... Not can sure you, when I'm going to get there, but like, I'm working on the Tacho's. Can you, can you keep going until they light you? Yeah, because just I'm, keep going until I get there. I, I'm, in this, I'm in the midst of this... I'm in the middle of this Tacho situation. <laughs> so what had happened was we did the podcast, as we were wont to do, during the day before... Uh, our stand-up show. Where was this? Richmond? Uh, no. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Richmond. Yeah. Like, and no one cares. Like, not a person in here or listening is like, well, was it Richmond or not? <laughs> so, we said that, and then, I, and this is, you know, this is one of my problems, maybe my main one. So he said that, and I was like, I've got to make tachos. So, and I didn't have a car, so I took a lift, and I got in the lift, and I go, this is going to be one of the stranger lift rides you're going to give. And the guy was like, right, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> so I took the lift, I called Walgreens and asked if they had shredded cheese. They do. I went to Walgreens, picked up two packs. There's only like an hour or so to the show. Yeah, yeah. So the show's at like 7.30, and it's like 6.30. So I go, I go pick up shredded cheese from Walgreens. Then I get back in the lift. The lift takes me to Taco Bell. I order eight crunchy Supreme tacos. But before I do, as I'm getting out of the lift, the driver goes, I'll take two soft taco Supremes. And I was like, really? And he goes, I'm just kidding, man. And I go, no, no, no I'll buy you two soft taco Supremes. Is that what you want? And he was like, I I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. And I was like, no, but if you want two soft taco Supremes, I I I'll buy them for you. I'm happy to. Is that what you want? And he goes... Man, man, I'm kidding. And I realized then that he thought I had been sent from Lyft to see if he was asking people to buy him things at Taco Bell. And I go, no, 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 man. I, I really, I'm going to go in there and get you two soft taco Supremes. If I get them for you, will you eat them? And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, man, thank you. So I go in. He was subsequently fired when I reported him to Lyft. <laughs> So I, so I go in, I get the stuff for him, and then I get eight crunchy Taco Supremes. Then I take the lift back to the hotel, go into my room, because it had a tiny microwave, and I proceeded to make a video. You can see it on the internet. It's a place where people spew hatred 24 hours a day. Um, you can see it on my Instagram. And I made a video of me making tachos, which was eight tacos on top of each other, covered in shredded cheese that I microwaved to melt the cheese and then the, the tacos were the nachos that you could eat. So I did all of this and I was at, at the point where I had finished, it was like six or sorry, seven twenty. So it's ten minutes before I needed to go to the show. But the problem was is the microwave was so small that I couldn't get the plate out of it. That's how small the microwave was. So the plate was so big that I was able to get it in, but I couldn't get it out. So I'm struggling getting the goddamn...
plate out of the microwave and it's like the show is approaching and finally I get it out I finish the video and it's like 7.35 so the show's already started ostensibly and I'm like no 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 and then I go well I gotta do a video of me eating them so I, I do a video of me taking a bite and then I'm like wow these are so delicious like it was one of the most delicious things I've ever eaten so I ate more, and you know, I, like 10, 15 minutes later, I ate several, you know, a lot of bites of these delicious tachos. And then I left to go to the show, and I immediately regretted eating the tachos. Because I haven't had Taco Bell in, I don't know, 10 years or something like that. And it turns out they are not using the highest quality ingredients. I couldn't believe it when I saw the prices, because I was like, this is outrageous. They must be using Kobe beef. And I was so sick the entire show, but I was like, you know what will make up for this? I'm going to tell the audience about the tachos, that I was late for the tachos. And as I was saying goodnight and thank you, Richmond, I realized that I was so sick I had forgotten to mention the tachos. <laughs> and so it remains one of the weirdest, stupidest, most useless things I've ever done but I guarantee that some of you will listen to this and make tachos. <laughs> and I know this because a friend of mine, like the next day sent me a picture of him. He had tachos and uh, he also regretted it the next day. <laughs> so, but you said you go, I mean, afterwards, remember you said something like you're the one of the weirdest. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you are one of the more unpredictable. I mean, it's very... Uh, I'm never sure what you're going to do next. And when we talked about tachos on that show, I didn't know that it would mean I'd have to do an hour and 45 minutes on stage uh, stalling in Richmond, Virginia, because you needed to go to Walgreens and buy tachos. But that's a weird thing. It is, it is this sense of, like, something's <laughs> absurd. I realize that it's possible to actualize the joke. And then it becomes, like, a, there's some sort of drive, like, devotion to actualizing that absurdity. And then when it happens, it either is disappointing or fulfilling or whatever, but it's almost like it doesn't matter what the result is. It's that drive to create tachos. It's okay, that came early, but that's okay. Um, that just has to be done, and it's a strange, yeah, it's a strange thing. I mean, I found a lot of success because of it, but I've also ruined had, a lot of things. Had a lot of, of stomach no, problems, no, yeah. No, but I've ruined a lot of things. In fact, I... Um, I had a child, a love child, uh, yep, yeah, in uh, 1990, never, and uh, I wasn't able to care for it because of some such tachos-like uh, drive, and that <laughs> child has been living in a well in Nebraska for 23 years, yeah, exactly. That guy, that, and that man right there, the only one that enjoyed that callback, <laughs> hiked the John Muir Trail. <laughs> with a man that was high breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But brunch, he was sober as a judge. <laughs> I mean, a judge that smokes weed. <laughs> Let's move along to essential questions of human nature. Essential questions of human questions. nature. Essentially, this is Essential Questions yes, of Human it would, Nature. Honestly, it wouldn't be the 200th episode, especially not live, if 
Um, <laughs> didn't fuck up. There. So I was thinking about this. I don't you think each state should have like gimmicks to get people to come to their states? Like we had. Okay, so you had South Dakota. You have Mount Rushmore, right? You know, you got and and, and it brings people in. But it, maybe the gimmicks should be even like sort of like what restaurants do. You have Taco Tuesdays. So here's some gimmicks that we think uh, maybe uh, different states could have. Tell me which one you like the best. Uh, Minnesota Mondays. That's where uh, in Minnesota on Mondays uh, everything's free and. Uh, It'd be funny to be like, oh, we got to do a layover in Minnesota on Monday. How about uh, Wyoming Wednesdays? That's where uh, with every soft drink uh, you buy, you get a free pack of raisins. Uh, <laughs> Rhode Island. Rhode Island's a small state. I thought if they uh, were to install wall-to-wall uh, carpeting in Rhode Island, uh, like a shag rug, people would be more likely to want to drink there because if you fell down, it would be soft. Uh, and carpeting over People an entire would, state yeah. is border-to-border border carpeting. Border-to-border border carpeting. People are like, yeah, don't go in November. That's when they vacuum. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think they should have more of this because there's certain states nobody goes to. I mean, I like free... Did you already do Delaware? No. I like free beer Delaware. <laughs> and they'd have to change the pronunciation of the state, obviously. But free beer <laughs> Delaware is where... You go and with every purchase you get a free beer. And I mean every purchase. <laughs> so like if you buy gum, they're like, and here's your pale ale. <laughs> that would be amazing. Wouldn't we all vacation just there? What are some other states no one goes to? Maybe we can make up a couple. Uh, North Dakota. North Dakota. Okay. Here it is. North free tickets to Minnesota, North Dakota. <laughs> So if you go to North Dakota, they give you a free ticket to go to Minnesota, which has... Didn't you do one? From Minnesota? Yeah. Everything's free on Mondays. Monday. Yeah. So they give you yeah. a free ticket to Minnesota in North Dakota, on but Mondays. only on Thursdays. On Thursdays. <laughs> to remind or, you yeah. that they're not that great of a state. Or maybe there's they... a balloon ride to South Dakota where you can see, where you can see Mount Rushmore. I like that. Yeah. And, it, that and that balloon ride is piloted by hot air balloon bill <laughs> Idaho Idaho well they have they already have the potatoes that's what they're trying to go with and I don't think that's working how about uh, how about I love, I love Idaho about Idaho will laugh at the joke Utaho <laughs> so if you go to the state and they're like welcome to Idaho and you're like Idaho Utaho and they all have to go <laughs> welcome to Idaho Idaho Utaho <laughs> But then if you go there and you, they say, welcome to Idaho, and you're like, Idaho, you are the whore. But you only say heckles. That ends yeah. up being cash to the wife of right. the cheesecake asshole. Right. right. Only to hecklers, that eloquent thing I said. I hope, I mean, that guy will never listen to this, but like, wouldn't it be great if his modifier yeah. was cheesecake asshole? Cheesecake asshole. <laughs> like, instead of being like, I'm Robert Kennedy, he's like, why did I say Robert Kennedy? <laughs> You know, Bobby Kennedy assassinated one of the great politicians of our time. He has the same name. It's been a source of frustration throughout his life that he then takes out on comedians uh, who tell him to stop talking. But I love instead of being called like Jonathan Hindenberry, and that's not even a, close to a real name, but he's like, hi, I'm Cheesecake Asshole. They call me piece of shit. <laughs> one more. I, or Robert Kennedy. 
One more, one more essential question of human nature uh, that I'm really curious about. In all honesty, do you ever you, you have a hard time choosing flights? So you're not sure which which plane to fly, which time to fly out of a town. Do you guys ever have that experience? We really. Confused. The prices are very similar. You're not sure which one to pick. Do you root against the one you didn't pick? Do you? Does it make me a bad person? Because I'm sure a lot of people hope that the next flight, the flight they didn't pick, gets delayed or something. Wait, hold on. Root against like you hope that it crashes. Does that make me a bad person? One hundred percent. I mean, the idea. Let's examine that for a second. The idea that you would say. I hope that a group of people die in a fiery plane crash because I'm not on that flight. Just the sheer egomaniacal... I, there aren't even words for I know. How, it does make me a bad person. No, it doesn't even make I'm you just a bad person. It, it makes you... Me. It makes I'm not saying you, I'm, I'm like... I'm, that, to me, is as strange as tachos is to you. But I got to be honest, after I ate the tachos, I kind of wish that everybody at that Taco Bell died. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move it along to practical living in the modern age. Practical living. Practical. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you practical living in the modern age. Okay, so this is a good one because you can really use this. When I miss an appointment now or if I'm like... Uh, you know, like I was supposed to meet someone on a certain day and I never show up. I just act like I was using a different calendar system. So I'll be like, yeah, yeah, no, were you on the, are you on the uh, pre-Columbian uh, Mesoamerican calendar? Because that's what I was using. Yeah, so we got to kind of coordinate that better next time. I'm sorry. Are you, you were using the Hellenic calendar? Because there's like, you know, there's lots of different calendar systems. You, you can use the Mayan any, calendar. Yeah. You, like I was on the Mayan calendar, so we were supposed to meet next year. Do you think, do you think there's ever a, a Greg? And Kate says every Greg needs an egg. Kate has said that many times. And that's true. Every Greg does need an egg. But do you think there are any Gregories that sometimes kind of boast about like the calendar is sort of theirs. Yeah, they're kind of like, well, it is a Gregorian calendar. It is my calendar. Like, they could even say, like, I do it on my time. People are like, why? Because it's a fucking Gregorian calendar. What about Julian? Do you think Julians brag about that? Maybe. There aren't a lot of Julians. In fact, every time I meet a Julian, and they're like, hey, I'm Julian, I'm like, really? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Hel Hellenic? Hellenic. I I've got a few written down. you got Hindu, there's a Hellenic, Julian, Gregorian, pre-Columbian, Egyptian, Hijri? Hijri? Pre-Columbian calendar strangely came after the Colombian calendar. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> but I like the idea of being like, hey, you were supposed to be here 10 minutes ago. And you're like, oh, you must be on the pre-Columbian calendar. I'm on the Colombian calendar, and I'm right fucking on time. <laughs> But you would say it in Spanish. Yeah. I just see si, goes one guy. See. Si. Like he's like, hold on, I've memorized the word for yes in Spanish. I've been waiting to use it since 1990. Now is that moment. See. Si. I just fucking hate weathermen. That's all I'm trying to say. He I just really want does. to make he that clear on this episode. I just they they just I don't understand why they have jobs. That's all I'm saying. Did, they, did you check the weather before you did the John Muir Trail? Did you check the weather? Because it makes no difference, right? Yeah, it's going to change. That's exactly what all of life is like. We're all on the John Muir Trail. 
right? So why are we looking ahead 10 days to see what someone's lying about may happen, okay? So I hope there's a bunch of weathermen on a plane on a flight I never chose. <laughs> oh, she goes, oh my gosh, yes. I wish really? that had been said to me in bed at now, one this point. This is just a life. working... Wouldn't that be amazing if you're having intercourse and the woman was like, oh my gosh, yes. This is just like a working title we have for this portion of the show. It's called tweet Lies, but it's really just a working title. Until they think of a better name for it, this is tweet Lies. There's other names for it. Uh, you know, some people... Uh, Let's go ahead and start uh, this section. Other, well, there's other names for it, really. Well, I think we, I don't think uh, anybody really needs. Some people, some people like to call it Tweet Emotion. I have always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to do this. Let's see. I'm going to leave for a second, and let's see how long he can sustain this. Okay. Do we have any requests? Huh? Tweet this way. Tweet, how does that one go? Walk this way, Eric. Oh, walk this way, tweet this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Tweet child of mine, tweet child of mine. Oh. Tweet child of mine. It's not working anymore. All right, give me one more, one more. Oh, tweet Caroline. You know, it's really not as fun without TJ getting pissed off sitting next to me. Yeah. Oh, wait, can you sing? I know that is the... <laughs> I don't think you need me. <laughs> that was like... Ooh, ah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know which one that is. I mean, I've heard it, but I, I was... I don't know why they call it the immigrant song. How does, how does it go? Do the next part. Okay, yeah, I can't do that one. <laughs> Believe it or not, Robert Plant is actually higher than my falsetto. Like I can't even reach up to get where he uh, where he gets. Some people like uh, some people call it. Ah, uh, it be the things you wanna do for me? I climb, but I don't like it. I think I should take it to the tweets. 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 Yeah. Okay. TJ, TJ, you can come back now. You know, I think TJ left and he's making tachos. That reminded him of the tachos. TJ, it's all over. TJ? Okay, I think we're going to have to give out a TJ chant. TJ, 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 TJ. TJ, 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 TJ. All right.
right. I think um, I think he might have gone back to the escape room, and uh, and he's stuck. I'm, oh, there he is. It's all over. I I gotta be honest. Wasn't oh, the really? same. Thank you so much. But can I tell you something? Wasn't the same. That was the you. first time I left, and I went to the green room, and I heard you out here yeah. going. Oh, oh, oh. I don't even do it that well. And you guys are like applauding and clapping. And you were loving it, you were so happy. And I realized, I was like, I miss being there for the falsetto. Oh, that's nice of you. That's nice of you. I missed you being annoyed by the falsetto. Well, let's do it again. Well, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> let's finish up with maskers, actually. We have a maskers. And like 85% of superheroes, this is maskers. And I have, a, I have an announcement to make uh, for the maskers. Uh, I don't know if you realize this, but... TJ, you didn't really escape the escape room. Uh, this is the escape room. What? Yeah, this is the escape room right here at the uh, uh, Improv Irvine. And uh, so the only way to escape is to correctly answer uh, one of these maskers. So we're going to do some live the maskers. It's the only way out. It's the only way to out. To correctly it's the only answer. Way out. No way out. And I, I got to say, I don't. This, is, this section is called Ask the Masters. Yeah. And you are welcome to ask any questions about masks. Okay, so this is the deal. I have a few different. You want to think of your mask? Did you guys bring any? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you brought one. Okay. And, and if you yeah. if you don't have, it's okay. And if you if you don't have a question uh, and you want to think of one, it doesn't have to be clever. It truly can be just asking uh, us about anything because we are masters of uh, of all. So go ahead. Okay. So uh, we have some here. Uh, this is a uh, um, let's see. Uh, Groundhog's Day writes. Groundhog's Day writes. When you cough up a cucumber, do you call it a cucus or a cough cumber? <laughs> a cough cumber. Cough cumber. A okay. cough cumber is really funny. <laughs> Butch at Carter. Oh B. I had a cough cumber, and if you've been drinking the entire day, is it a cough pickle? <laughs> Butch at One Carter. What goes ew at the idea of that nonsense? Butch at Carter Buchanan writes: paddling down a river of ramen, canoe doling. I love that, canoodling. <laughs> what do you mean, come on? <laughs> and also, sort of, uh, and if, if you're really, really Frenching, like hard, is that mutual face-fucking? And if you're, you're, if you're mutually face-fucking in the boat, down the ramen, are you canoodling while you're canoodling? What? Down the ramen. For sure. For I think sure. you're. I think we're being heckled again. No, no, no. no. The, unlike the cheesecake man, she. No, she no, you're okay. Help. She. She is so confident in yeah. nonsense, and I adore her. I really love. Yeah, she's got. I feel like I all the time you, really... all the time you turn to him. I don't know if you guys are friends or together, but I feel like all the time you turn to him and you go, yes. chair cow uh, arson my other. And he goes, what? And she goes, exactly. 
Uh, Pete, Pete the Geek writes... Do you see how hard it is for me to come up with nonsense when I say I'm going to, but everything else when I'm trying to be serious is nonsense? What a confusing life. Pete that's, the Geek... That's a life that at any moment can take flight. Go ahead. Pete the Geek writes, Batman's utility belt, high-tech fanny pack. Yes, absolutely. And... That leads me yeah. to say something that you that you said and I uh, failed to mention. Yeah. Wow, that was bad. Uh, when you said uh, you overheard those people saying, you mean unicycle, Dan? Yeah. I was in Hollywood, and I don't really like Los Angeles, and I don't like Hollywood, the concept. But I really like Hollywood, the neighborhood, right? Because as I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard, which I do a lot, I was like, it's so weird there. And so I'm walking down Hollywood Boulevard and I heard this woman turn to her kid and go, yes, yes, honey. And I saw Batman with a beard. I, I didn't even go, what? I just was like, yep. Like, what? Like, what? She's like, what did he say? I was like, I saw Elmo with Mohawk. She's like, yes, yes, honey, and I saw Batman with a beard. Like, she's trying to downplay how bizarre these characters are who have no business being the characters. Like, who is Batman that doesn't shave? Like, how fucking drunk is that guy that he just puts on the Batman thing? He's like, fuck it, I don't need to shave. They'll take pictures either way. And the kid's like, mom, mom, I saw Oscar the Grouch without a trash can or pants. Yes, yes, darling. And I saw Spider-Man with his dick out. But we're in Hollywood. And shit's fucking weird here. Uh, live maskers, before we go, we got to get out of here pretty soon. But yeah. Spider-Man with his dick out. Most ineffective web. How <laughs> uh, this? Does every, you know how some people have webbed feet? Does everybody, do all men have webbed balls? <laughs> that feels like one that if a father and son are listening, they turn to each other and go, don't tell your mother. <laughs> all right, all right. Live maskers, live maskers. Live maskers, yeah. Sir, what's your name? Chris. Chris, hi, Chris. Chris, tell us. Wow. Oh, wow. Thank you. You really took For the gamble show? coming here, and I think it paid off. You win. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Um, Thank you for making that trip. And yeah. he's reading it off his phone, so he gave it some advanced thought. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What do you mean, my bad? Uh, <laughs> he's a big fan. She's like, she goes, he is a big fan. And then she emphasized yeah, he, he in the second reiteration. Yeah. He's a big fan. He is a big fan. <laughs> uh, AKA, I did not want to come here. I wanted to remain in Las Vegas, yay saying nonsense, cow hound farts now, what exactly? You know, I don't want to say this, but it's just a callback to the Cheesecake Man. Thank you for bringing your high class escort with you from Las Vegas. Go ahead, sorry, Chris. Yes, but as she was reading it, I would repeatedly hit her in the face with an encyclopedia 
until she was bloody and disfigured, only to look more beautiful than the actual Nancy Christ. She is a pug-nosed, piece-of-shit, fear-mongering wife of the Cheesecake Man. (laughs) That was great, man. Yeah, that's a good one. That had like three callbacks all wrapped into one. Of course it is. One more, one more. And thank you for modifying your earlier meanness. With Instead of being mean, she modified that to just have a backhanded compliment. So thank you. Go ahead, Chris. Cosplay porn. Live action hentai? Or TJ's erotic nightmare? Yeah, really, yeah. The same girl who was like, oh my gosh, yes. There just was like, oh my gosh. Before you, you must this. be the best sexual partner of all time. Also, the most polite. You never say, oh my God. You're always like, goodness gracious, golly me. This is the best fucking orgasm I've ever had. Um, I gotta say, live action hentai is what I want it to be because Kate only likes hentai porn, which I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't know if you guys know this, but hentai, because... Megan O asked me when we saw the article about Pornhub telling you the most uh, Googled or the most searched for terms in every state and country and all over Asia, it's hentai. Um, but this is real. In Maine, it's like pissing or something like that. <laughs> and like in Utah, it's strip tease. And then in like Rhode Island, it's fisting. And in Delaware, it's free beer. <laughs> uh, but I want it to be hentai because that's the only type of pornography that Kate will watch. But I think it would be a living nightmare for me to see two people. The only thing more nightmarish than co- live action cosplay sexual intercourse, right, would be if as the two people were fucking, okay, I was in a room that I couldn't get out of. <laughs> and they kept turning to me and asking questions about masks. <laughs> And the, and the moderator. Guys, we're going to meet... Well, hold on. Let me oh. bask in that incredible, like, seventh callback. You, the John Muir Trail gentlemen, every single one of you, it's, it is so wonderful to have you, and it means so much to us that you... Everything, all of it means so much to us. Thank what you. were you going to say? I interrupted you. Um, we got to wrap it up pretty quick. We're going to meet at Umami because they got to clear this room. We're going to meet at Umami and hang out there for a yeah, second. Yeah, we love to hang, say Take hello. Take pictures Ooh, and that mommy. stuff. Right next door. Uh, we would meet here, but they're don't, clearing. Don't meet us at Ooh Daddy, They're Bert, clearing that's... the room. But um, I wanted to thank you before we go over there. Just It means a lot to us uh, after 200 episodes to share it with people that seem to, to know the show, to come all the way to, from Las Vegas, to walk the John Muir Trail, uh, to not bring your friend on the trip. And to bring masks and the whole thing. And I'm just going to ask you this, because um, um, really we wouldn't be able to continue to do this if, if we didn't feel... People, you know, bring us. They wear these shirts, and it's just very special for us. It's, it's, you know, I don't get uh, emotional for much because I am a sociopath uh, clinically. But um, <laughs> you know, I was coming down here, and uh, Kate's in uh, Los Angeles. She she couldn't come down. She really wanted to. And there had only been 17 tickets sold, and uh, which is great because we only have 12 and a half listeners. <laughs> And I said to her, she said, so how many people are, are coming to the podcast, do you know? 
And I said, you know, there's 29 people. And she looked at me and she went, I think a lot of people, if I said that, would be like, ah, it's too bad, man, I hope. And she looked at me and she just went, because she, you know, she loves the 12 and a half and hates every other fan of anything <laughs> I've done. And she just looked at me and she goes, that's great. And she really meant it. She was like, these people are so important in your life. And they mean so much to you. And so many other people wish I was dead. But <laughs> instead, instead, you came from Las Vegas because he's a huge fan. <laughs> and you're a big fan too, but like, I thought that was so amazing that she was like, God, that's so incredible. That's so great that 29 people have listened to the podcast for six years has it been. Yeah. And we will not stop doing it. We love doing it, but we only really love doing it because you guys love it. And uh, that means the fucking world to us. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you. Good morning. See you. Good morning.